We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2. On Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. See you Friday, baby. Went a lot of places today, so uh, thanks. We thank Cody Westerland and Ryan McGuffey for joining us today. We mentioned before in our in our college basketball discussion, in college sports discussion, what Dan Wetzel wrote for Yahoo. Dan Wetzel is going to join us uh, twelve twenty five tomorrow. Terrific! Really oh, looking he's forward. The greatest. He, he is, and he's he is a he's sort of a a, a, a grown up when it comes to writing about college sports in a way that that others aren't. It has been even when he was young. He's a grown-up when it comes to just writing about sports. Yeah. He's, he's, like he's, he's I've said it before. I, th- I think he's the best columnist nationally. Like he's just, if he sinks his teeth into a topic, he actually reports the column. It's not just straight opinion. I miss Levitard in that role. You know, in that, yeah. can, can it's a I, long time. Can but... I just point out, and I, I want to, I, I didn't meant... mean to interrupt your No, it's your okay. I, and, and thanks, uh, Ray Diaz, Mike Rankin, Brandon Fryer, Connor o- O'Donnell. I meant to repeat this on the show, and I'm glad that it reminded me. There is an outstanding sports column that is out right now. Thank it, you. It, it was in the Tribune. <laughs> uh, Doug Ferguson of the Associated Press wrote a a column about Live Golf and the PGA Tour that is textbook column writing. If you're teaching a course in how to write a sports opinion piece... It's funny because I am. Look look up what, what Doug Ferguson wrote about the current state because it's about this weekend and how Live Golf has to find these weekends when the PGA isn't going. And then they have all this blustery talk about how they're superior and the, the where, where they're taking golf and everything. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? And, and especially coming off of the Phoenix Open and Tiger and everything and just how empty it is. It's, it's, and there's so much information in it, so much reporting in it, yeah. along with the opinion. So either way, neither here nor there. I'll check it out. Do check that out. Um, but yeah, thanks but yeah, to everybody. That's good, good columnist show. writing. Yeah. Like, like, not that, I mean, I love the opinion stuff too, you know, but like Wetzel will be like, I'm going to go and attend every day of a trial and then file at the end of it. Every day. And then he'll file like 20 columns in 25 days or something. He did that for U.S. Gymnastics. Yeah, yeah. And Brilliantly. Like, but this is unbelievable because it's not just a news story. Like he'll, he'll like link to news coverage, but then he'll he'll put it into his actual report. He's fantastic. There are a handful of people as the Penn State scandal unfolded. Yeah, he was you know, great on that. Sarah Gannam obviously distinguished herself tremendously as, as a local reporter turned national. But he also was just like, look, th- this is what's happening. This is what's real. Ignore this, ignore this, ignore this. <laughs> yeah, he's great. State, you know, he always gave you that that through line to what mattered. So, speaking of what matters, none of what we actually do really matters. Are you okay? Yeah. I, 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 we both missed the start of the show. Yeah. Danny just let us know that you talked about something. What what, what happened? Yeah, okay? I'm, I was. Uh, I spent a couple of days in the hospital. And scary, it was scary. I had a heart scare. 
And I can't, Spiegel is going to absolutely just crack up over this because we have, it has been <laughs> so. Been waiting for this moment. So on brand as to not be believed. Okay. Because. Uh, for a little while now, for a couple of years, I've been dealing with some stubborn high blood pressure issues and dealing with them with, you know, obviously, you know, exercise isn't the issue. And actually, diet hasn't been the issue because my, you know, my lipid panel has been pristine. How about those but, uh, those steaks at 1145 p.m.? No, really, really not an issue okay. just because the, the, the blood chemistry has been fine. You know, Good. so I'm all about the stats. Sure. But I've been, you are. I, I have been, you know, taking medication and trying to work with it. What I, what I, for a long time, what I hadn't understood or appreciated was, a very un, an undiagnosed for years sort of anxiety side, the, the mental health side. And what happened was it all culminated in, and I had been experiencing what's known as white coat hypertension, where the fear of the numbers and the fear of the data of, t- of the, oh, the doctor slapping on the cuff and taking the pressure was actually driving up my blood pressure. So they understood that they said, here, take, take a, a cuff home with you. And I had a cuff at home, and I was burning out batteries. And at one point, I was taking my blood pressure forty or fifty times a day. Oh, wow. aren't you only supposed to do that like it's, two times I, a day? It was, it, it was actually my therapist. Now has understood that there was maybe some compulsive disorder in there, and like my, bruising my arms with it, and every time going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher because of the 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 fear aspect. It was yeah. so it culminated in a visit to my doctor where he took the blood pressure, and I got the the whole clamp down. I was talking about tightness in my chest. And I had a couple of weeks ago, I had had my first sort of what could be construed as a panic episode mm-hmm. that was diagnosed. And it was kind of happening again there at my physical. And he put, he hooked me up to an EKG, which raised my fear even higher. And he said, Are you feeling this now? And I said, Yeah. And he said, You're going right to the ER immediately. Yeah. And they got a wheelchair there and they took me to the ER and I was there forever. They checked me in. They had me do a stress test. And I did the stress test after which the cardiologists all came up and talked to me and they said, look, we're seeing this, we're seeing this, we're seeing this. You're going for an angiogram because we think that there could be blockages in your heart. Oh, God. So they immediately prepped me and got me right down. How's to- the fear doing at that point? <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Wait, ask him about the prep for the angiogram. Oh, so so they do the angiogram and they tell me all these things. Like, look, if there's this blockage, we might have to put in a stent, which means this and these drugs. And it's possible if there are multiple blockages, we may have to crack your chest and, and do bypass, bypass surgery. Yeah. And you could die and, and sign this. So I came out of it and they said, it's absolutely clear there's, there, you don't have a single issue with any of your coronary arteries. Wow. One, the one nurse said, these are the best-looking coronary arteries we've seen in this lab all day. So you got that going for you. <laughs> and I said, yeah, but everybody else is 90. And so they declared some of the stuff false alarm. After multiple meetings with multiple doctors, it was basically this. I've got something. The blood pressure thing is an issue that I made demonstrably worse by worrying about it. Wow. Where I took up something that there was that was real that's there, but my own cons- my own fear and worry and anxiety God. made it so it was mimicking 
a cardiac event. Our, In other words, the brains. most Dan Bernstein thing so that, ever. So that, that's what Layla said. She goes, well, that's on brand. Uh, and as I said to my therapist, I said, they got to name this after me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got I got to get this syndrome. Like, Bernstein syndrome right. has to be. When yeah. you, you said. You worry yourself into something. 83 syndrome. You, you actually make something way, way worse because you're worrying about so it. So it's fascinating because um, I'm glad you're okay. I, I've, but it's funny, as, as you say, like, oh, Spiegel's going to be like uh, on brand. He's like, yeah, I've known you forever. Ever known you like you know since we were both essentially part timers at the score, and I remember you were pumping a keg at a party at the apartment that you were just starting yeah. to share with your wife yeah, at that Mohawk. point. Yeah, but, but why? Why would I think it's on brand? Because you've worried yourself into the frenzy. Not just that; it was infatuation with statistics. <laughs> It was. It was the fact that forty or fifty blood pressure readings right, because, at home because the, because is the, because the number great, because yeah. the number had to be right. And the the, act, I got the you. objective because I was obsessed with the objective data. Oh man! Saying so, it was all about what do the numbers say? It even went in the hospital and they've got me hooked up to the things. We got cords and tubes sticking out of me, right. and I'm staring at. The Twitter. EKG and staring <laughs> at my heart rate. And Beth is like, what are you looking at? I'm like, I'm trying to get my heart rate down. Oh, and she's man. like, you're just going to drive it up. And you know what my on-brand reaction to that is, which we've had a version of as a conversation a million times, is that if your mind can will you into something damaging like that, it can also will you into a better state physically. And we all know these tales about people who grow old and remain healthy and they believe that the positivity and the not worrying is part of it. So I go to the inverse about it. Yeah, I, I actively well, try not to worry. It's hard. I hope that makes up for my lack of self-care. It's, 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 it's hard. But, but man, I'll tell you this. Anxiety is real. Oh, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, the, and the line... The line between the body and the brain and just how much isn't understood and how difficult it is to to find and know that balance on your therapy side Ooh, and man. on your medical side powerful and, stuff. and where the two meet. It really takes a lot of work and a lot of really smart people. So what's your... What's the action plan? The action plan. They, Worry less. Well, they changed my medication around a little bit. They in the 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 blood pressure medication is also designed to have a little bit as a residual effect to lower overall heart rate. But but they the doctor said no restrictions, no real action items other than stop taking your blood pressure for now. Yeah, and you know what this they said, is. They said take so your anxiety is is driven by your anxiousness about your blood pressure, not about like <laughs> well, the state no, of the no, world. No, that too. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Oh, there's all that too okay. as a component, absolutely, but that, yeah. that's part of therapy. That, that's part yeah. of, that. that's absolutely, it, it's- Worrying it, about your kids, worrying about the state oh, yeah. of the world, worrying sure. about the news. And Lynn, Lynn Bramer's death really is, was, a, was yeah. a- Affected a lot of people. Yeah, like and that. that and that that's sort of wow. the whole mortality thing, that kind of- was a was a marking point also we're going to be empty nesters in a few months sure. i mean there's Tell me about, yeah. there's a lot of stuff yeah it's you know it, it's it, it's it's a reason that a lot of people have found and it's not just a fad anymore it is this a massive thing that's happening globally really mindfulness meditation finding whatever it is that gives you peace and, and, and some silence and professional therapy without a doubt yeah. but like I, I but like Whatever you can do to give yourself peace and calm and remind yourself that you can overcome those all sorts of things and that there's something bigger than you. People pray for that. Whatever it is that gets you there. Or ayahuasca you, if you yeah. want to travel down hey, to man. Argentina. Dark treats, possibly. Um, well, is that, if that you, I take, made it, made if it you too guys local. Have- that's what ayahuasca did for me. If you have any solutions, please send them my way. I, I tell you, 
When I'm at my best, meditation every day or some silence every day has a powerful, powerful Did, did yeah. you watch the latest episode of John Thank God he's finally back. Yeah, I watched it. Like, don't you think Speaks would... Actually, both of these guys should watch it. I, I watched it. I mean, I thought it was great. I, I've what, been what, was, what was the topic? It, psychedelic uh, oh, yeah. therapy. Yeah, man. It's, and it's... and it, was a, it was a lot about ayahuasca. I, I, I've been listening to a ton of Neil Brennan recently, his new Blocks Did podcast. Did you see his, his stand-up? Yeah. Oh, my God. That, yeah. That's Incredible. brilliant. Yeah, so I also I, enjoyed the crackback on Chris Rock. Yeah, it was fantastic. Don't give away the the final joke, but yeah, he. Uh, so yeah, I I saw him. I I love Neil Brennan. He's one of my absolute favorites. Saw him when he was at the Den Theater. Then saw the special, and then he did a podcast called Blocks, and the special was Blocks, and it's about all of the things in his life that make him feel abnormal. So his relationship with women, his relationship with marijuana, all of these things mm-hmm. that make him feel weird, and. Um, then he does a podcast called Blocks where he brings on comedians and talks to them about their blocks, the things that – because he's just done ayahuasca retreats, darkness retreats, therapy. He's done all sorts of – He's done like, the hmm. electroshock. Electroshock oh, therapy. So so that he was depressed. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he's right. He is more of a depressive brain mm-hmm. than, a, than an anxious brain. Um, but that's the thing about – But like- he's, he's read and studied all of this stuff. So like – then David Letterman sits down for 90 minutes on his podcast oh, and wow. Letterman tells him about like his insecurities and his imposter syndrome and Neil Brennan talks to him about it. It's a great podcast. That's awesome. It's that a sounds great, great podcast. That sounds really, yeah, and, really good. And, and the talking about it is part of, of I feeling better about it, destigmatizing it for others. And for yourself. Yeah, but it's just in general, getting it out there is so important. I say to my therapist that sometimes I honestly feel like I am just paying her to once a week tell me, holy bleep, you're going through a lot. Just like the affirmation of this is an abnormal amount. Especially of- at your age. Correct. The stuff that you're going through is you're not supposed to be do- having it your age. Yeah. And so it honestly, because yeah, because she was saying that she's like, normally at your age, your stresses are like, new family young kids forward which, or, or, which, or a job change yeah, and, yeah. And like things that i have but then these things on top of it and so yeah I, I sometimes joke i'm like i feel like i'm kind of in reruns with what i'm talking to you about mm. but it's like it's just the latest iteration of what's happened in the last week on top of it and uh and yeah it's i guess it helps <laughs> it's better than not. That, that, that's honestly how not. I feel, man. It. I don't want to de- imagine what it would be like without doing it. But I'm not on any like medication or anything like that. But I'm thinking it maybe is time. You know, I it, don't know. It, it, you know my it, medication basically is wine and weed at this point. Well, you can just kind of add other things it, in. Yeah. Well, or you could make it so that it isn't just a recreational. Like you actually are doing it more medicinally. Which people do with marijuana in terms of dosage and delivery mm-hmm. systems and yeah. everything like and that. And strain. Well, absolutely. And hell, as you're talking about psychedelic therapy, and, I, and I'll, I'll watch the Oliver episode, but I'm a big fan of the, the author Michael Pollan and his book, How to Change Your Mind, is all about that. Like that's the kind of stuff that I started to have and then sought in college when you would try mushrooms and you're like crazily like, oh, maybe I might have a transcendent moment and like learn something about myself, man. Now that's what people are doing in a very dialed in 
practical, controlled way, either with a guide or they microdose and it changes their life. Like 25 different athletes, Dan Carcillo and others that we've talked to who have recovered from the PTSD of head trauma with mm. exactly that. One of the things in the episode that made me think of you, Speaks, is that they talked to this guy. This is the God, it must have been 50 years ago or so. And he was one of the people that was taking it experimentally. Mm-hmm. And then they interviewed him again 30 years later. He's like, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. And I still feel the effects of it now. I, I, I still feel the effects of some of those things I learned in college. 100%. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's, I'd, I'd, love, but, but, I'd love to get your review. I'll on check it, it out. Because it's, it's really interesting stuff. And I know that you are... Um, you, you are an advocate of it. And, and, and it, uh, under control. But Bernsey, it's so good that you're doing better. I, I also love hearing that that no matter how smart we are, and you're a very, very smart person. Now you are. There's always more to learn about certain things like that. And don't we love that stuff about sports? We think we're smart about scouting quarterbacks. We're not. Pe- <laughs> I'm like, pretty good. Okay. I know, but, but hold on. Like medical, <laughs> like pitchers and baseball people have spent billions trying to be smarter about the arm. And your boy Jeff Passan wrote the book about how we're not smarter. That stuff is is fascinating to me. Can I use this as a segue when you bring up scouting quarterbacks? Oh, I, it, I brought it up hoping you the, would. The second half of your five o'clock segment yesterday okay so you start out there's tanny's open and you're talking about the you know, these, these various scenarios and where where is the nation on justin fields and then i will i'll give you credit i don't think anybody is doing a better job of keeping track of trade permutations Dude. regarding who's potentially worth what comp to what and what to yes. what it changes the, what the, the context chart is. if this then that. Do you hear me get broken so as at the same time <laughs> i'm sitting in my car on, on addison and lincoln waiting at, at the brown line like whoa <laughs> like like hold on man yes. dial it back and i tried to figure it out and it just sort of broke me and, and i almost texted but i but it's like and, and i I'd had a, a a long couple of days, so and I wasn't really dialed in with sports talk. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it, for me, it's as simple as this. With all that, everything else, and yeah. this number of picks, and this much money, and this contract clock, a lot, and I, maybe it's even a majority of first round quarterback selections suck. No matter where they're taken, no matter what any scout says, Mm -hmm. we don't even know. Like you say, we don't even know the reasons why. It's crazy. They just suck. We know Justin Fields very much doesn't suck. (laughs) In a binary sense, (laughs) right? that's very valuable. To to me, I'll go with the thing that I, and it's not, we know that not only does he not suck, he still might be great. I'm great. Great is still on the board. Yeah. Great is still on the board. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, and again, man, I don't want him to trade him. I agree with you. I, I, we are in locks up on that. But if this draft, if it was Andrew Luck, I think we'd be four for four as a prospect. I think we'd be four for four with drafting Andrew Luck. Right? I a hundred percent would be. I have to put myself in what I thought of him then, because we were at that point. Remember, we were having the argument with the home run in, and we're sitting out in the suburbs talking about whether or not he was going to be an architect. Oh yeah, then he might he might get drafted and just stop and be an architect. <laughs> He's just going to be an architect. <laughs> Did he ever I, get that? No, he's never going to be. And he an would architect. go one one in the architect draft because he got the upside of the possible he's franchise quarterback. Another thirteen years of school to be an architect. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> did he ever finish his? Like, did he finish at Stanford? Yeah, he no, he, no, he's finishing. Oh, now. he's finishing now. That's there, what I thought. A, a, oh, that's a, right. A, that's a piece right. Just came out from Seth Wickersham. That's he, right. He that's, the, that's why I was like, he wrote, he, he. Oh yeah, the Wickersham he, piece. He wrote I read the piece um, that I've been waiting to read since he retired during that Bears preseason game. Yeah, where like, where he what lives. What has he been doing? Is he happy? What he lives down on? the street from the Colts facility. Yeah, he didn't move. He still doesn't really know what he wants to do. He kind of wants to coach, but only high school. He still I swear like it's pure. He still like mm-hmm. texts Chris Ballard about players. Like so, he's like not fully detached. But sometimes he just fishes, and other times he does it. And then yeah, now he's just back at Stanford riding his bike to class. Oh, that's oh, that's a wow, that's awesome. That actually feels really good. What are you guys gonna do on the show today? Well. We're going to talk about darkness retreats in, uh, a little bit. We do have our daily bears, Ryan Poles. We're thinking, we're thinking uh, what do we say? Pole, poles position? Poles position. Oh, uh, for, okay. I like that. Because every, it's everything. The idea is he is being tasked with, what do I do with this position? What do I do with this pick? What do I do with this resource? Does the pole position game I was just going to say, if we don't have, have production no, that no. involves prepare to qualify. I, yeah, oh, so prepare to qualify. But I can't remember if it, ha- if it says, like, pole position. When you pop it in, or I don't there's know. just there, there, prepare a, to qualify. No, there's a splash screen that says it, but but you but then you got to use prepare to qualify. Prepare to qualify. The best was the 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 game where you could sit in the little capsule. Oh yeah, yeah. in the arcade. Yeah, that was a dream. But it wasn't just standing there. Like you had to you had to get in the thing. Mm-hmm. I that still was, haven't gone up to the arcade. Got to do it. You got to. Got oh, to oh to the one here. I yeah, know. I keep forgetting about 33rd it. 33rd floor. Uh, Pat McGann in studio. Oh, my t- man. Today. Yeah, he's the best. Uh, Dave Wanstead, 4 o'clock. Also my guy. And another, Jay Zawoski. Oh, my guy. Wow. Also, then we're having Jason Leisure on. <laughs> and awesome. Tony Gill's coming on. Yeah, golf was here yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> got it covered. Absolutely. So, so that's the show. All right, boys. Have fun. Have, have a good one. Dan, good. glad you're on the road to... No blood pressure checks per day. We hope. We hope for at least <laughs> just, a minute. Just get to the end of the day without one. Good for you, man. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.